think. Act and prosper. You are now tuned into the Money Level Show. Hey everyone, welcome back to the Money Level Show. It is Daryl Dominic, and you already know the saying: We gonna think, act, and prosper, right? We're going to think, act, and prosper. So today, I just want to talk about a few things. Uh, Today, I want to address cryptocurrency, Bitcoin in particular, and also address the new digital dollar that is being talked about a lot because of the Banking for All Act that was passed back in March of this year and China issuing their own digital currency and now our own Federal Reserve issuing their own digital currency. To start, my history with cryptocurrency goes back to 2017. I didn't know much about it. You know, I just began hearing a lot about Bitcoin and hearing a lot about uh, these other cryptocurrencies such as Ripple and uh, Tron and all these different cryptocurrencies. I just kind of jumped into it just to kind of play with money just to see what it does and stuff like that. But 2017 was a big bull run, especially for Bitcoin. That was when Bitcoin hit about 19,000. And a lot of these other cryptocurrencies uh, hit a lot as well. It was a lot of people that were involved, uh, a lot of people that were in the markets, and they were actually driving the price up. I remember uh, Ripple. I specifically had Ripple, and that cryptocurrency went up to about three bucks that year. You know, and I got in around 50 cents or whatnot. My friend got in around 25 cents and he actually made about $50,000 that year. Also got in the Tron, also known as TRX. Uh, That was less than a penny. And I saw that go up and, you know, I made a few thousand bucks just off of Tron alone. And so I began to see like, okay, this has a lot of potential, you know, and that was kind of my view on it. After 2017, The markets went down. So, you know, when I say down, it went down. Bitcoin ended up, you know, hitting $3,000. I thought it was over for Bitcoin. I thought it was over for Tron and Ripple. And sure enough, it starts to rise again this year. And so just to explain what is Bitcoin. So Bitcoin is a decentralized currency. And so a centralized currency is controlled by governments. Bitcoin is decentralized, so it's not controlled by governments. So the creator of Bitcoin, I don't want to say his name wrong, but I believe it is Satoshi Nokomoto. I believe that's how I say it. Satoshi Nokomoto. I think that's it. And he created this Bitcoin And all of these miners, you know, when I say miners, these are people with computer powers where Bitcoin had to figure out certain uh, math equations and certain riddles and stuff like that. And your computer power had to contribute in order to figure out these problems. And Bitcoin was pretty much on the rise. And this was created, you know, a while ago, I believe pre-2009 or it was in 2009, one of those. And it it was a system that created its own ledger. It didn't have anyone controlling the ledgers of, okay, you made a purchase out of your bank account. So we have that recorded. It was mostly kept its own ledger. And so Bitcoin was actually a decentralized currency. And so a lot of people actually trusted it. 
And that is why it was called the people's money. That's why it's called the people's money. Bitcoin is also very scarce. There's only 21 million Bitcoin out there. And so it's very scarce and it has the perfect scarcity. In comparison to gold, gold is scarce, but gold is actually um, under the ground. It's, and we don't know how much is in the ground, but what we have found, um, we know that it is scarce. It's a scarce metal um, that has existed for thousands of years. Bitcoin being computerized and digital, it actually has a perfect scarcity. So the scarcity is 21 million. When you think of Bitcoin, you know, think of it as decentralized. It's not in the system. Governments tried to regulate it. They weren't able to regulate it. People were still using it. People were still trading it across the world. And so governments were not able to regulate Bitcoin. And we've talked a lot about macroeconomics and how our money used to be based off of items. Uh, the dollar used to be based and backed by gold, uh, physical gold. And that is how money has been valued over the years is that it had to be backed by some physical form of an asset. And so obviously when we got to printing paper dollars and things of that nature, and we took the dollar off the gold standard, uh, the dollar hasn't been backed by anything at all. It's just a piece of paper that hasn't been backed by anything. So people stop trusting in the government as the governments have run up a lot of debt over the years. A crazy statistic is that from 1776 to 1996, we only had five trillion in debt. That's the U.S. We only have five trillion in debt for 220 years. Now we're 27 trillion in debt. So we've added what? 22 trillion in the last 24 years. This is insane, y'all. This is insane. And when the dollar was on the gold standard, it couldn't be printed more than what you had in gold. So you had to have the gold to back up the dollar. And so now we have a lot of fiscal irresponsibility since the dollar has been off of the gold standard. So Bitcoin has been on the rise for a while. Uh, it's been a lot of speculation. Some people are speculating that Bitcoin is going to hit a million dollars. I personally own some Bitcoin, uh, not a whole share or anything like that. I'm not that rich. I mean, maybe when it was 3000, I could have gotten a whole share, but I, you know, I own a little bit, you know, and I put money in there here and there, you know, just to watch it ride up. And recently PayPal has adopted Bitcoin and are allowing Bitcoin payments to be, uh, you know, transactions that happen through the PayPal network. This caused Bitcoin to go up about $1,000 since I've been investing in it. And so that is a lot of money and it's a lot of hype around Bitcoin. And I'm going to share some more information that may make you want to consider these cryptocurrencies and Bitcoin. The other part of this podcast is about the digital currency. So, China has issued their own digital currency. They did it in a small market where they tested it out and they offered to give $2 million. And I forgot how many million yuan it was, but they offered to give $2 million. And they tested this system out to make sure that the digital currency worked and it worked. And so it was really successful. And they're looking at distributing that across the whole country. So little do people know in the United States, we have been talking about a digital currency for a while. Me personally, I don't necessarily like digital currency in the way of our government having control over it. But back in March, the Banking for All Act was passed. And this 
actually passed under our noses, a lot of our noses, because we were dealing with the pandemic and we were in the beginning phases of that. So this is Senate Bill 3571. It's called the Banking for All Act. And it states that by January 1st, 2021, that the Federal Reserve must have uh, a digital dollar developed where every citizen and every business has to have an account directly with the Fed. My issue with this is, you know, governments can obviously, you know, track your transactions, your daily transactions, and our privacy may be uh, very limited with our accounts being at the Fed. But this doesn't say that it's optional. It, it says that every citizen and every business has to have one with the Fed. And so this isn't optional. This isn't a freedom of choice kind of thing. This is saying that we all have to have one. So they're trying to use this to distribute uh, coronavirus relief money and things like that. I believe they're going to go to Social Security and things like that. And your bank account will be with the Fed and the banks, the actual banks will hold your digital wallet or whatnot. But your account would be with the Federal Reserve. This whole thing was introduced by Nancy Pelosi during the first stimulus package back in April. And I remember like kind of looking into this and like I was kind of skeptical on a lot of stuff. I mean, they were saying that the virus was um, being uh, spread through cash. And I was kind of like, huh? I was like, OK, that's weird. And then, you know, we started seeing the coin shortage, you know, and I, I just had a complete like skepticism on the whole thing. You know, since this coin shortage happened, you know, I'm still seeing signs at the grocery store and it's like most of the businesses are open. So why is there a coin shortage? I don't I don't understand that. I believe that a lot of it has to do with the push for the digital dollar and the banning of cash. So why ban cash? You know, some people are saying that the Federal Reserve needs to go below the zero bound and be able to go into negative territory with negative interest rates and all of these different things. Um, and the dollar doesn't allow them to do that because the dollar only goes to zero. So they're saying if the dollar was digital, they can actually go on a negative. Some of the other things are saying that they can stop a lot of the criminals and things like that, which I think a lot of criminals are actually, you know, dealing in cryptocurrencies and, and things like that. But they want to get rid of cash. So, you know, your tips to the waiter will have to be in some type of Fed coin with your Fed account. Um, your your neighbor can't come over and mow the lawn uh, and receive a $20, you know, cash payment or $30 cash payment. And it has to be done through your Fed account. The issue with this is that, okay, how, how are people going to make money on the side without the government knowing that they made money? You know, and that's my thing with it. It's like, okay, well, you know, I go, I go and do some side, a side job or something and cash is banned and I get paid through a digital currency that is controlled by the government. Then the government can know I got paid. You know, as opposed to like, you know, if I was paid in like silver or gold or if I was paid in like Bitcoin, the government may not ever know. So the dangers of the Fed accounts is that every American citizen will have their account with the Federal Reserve. You can look this up. The Banking for All Act, Senate Bill 3571. And that could potentially lead to the Fed being the only bank in town. So, you know, us being able to choose, oh, I like Chase or, oh, I like credit unions, all those different things that could be, you know, gone in the future. And so we don't know. But if the Fed were to go to negative interest rates and to charge banks interest on their reserves, 
I mean, that could be an issue, especially for small banks that could run small banks out of town. And our accounts are held at the Fed. So the banks are just issuing a digital wallet. They're not necessarily the holders of the accounts. There may be some less productive lending by banks, you know, all of these different types of things. And this is all speculation at this point. But we all know that our government has been very irresponsible. Our government has gotten a lot bigger than it's ever been. And it has a lot more power than it's ever had. It used to be a bottoms up approach where the people would actually tell the government what they wanted. And now it's a top down approach to where the government you know, tells us what they want, whether that's the lockdowns, the masks, all those different things. And so many people can debate that. I mean, they can be like, oh, well, you know, they're trying to do it for our best interest. And a lot of times, I mean, it's not, you know, there's a lot of unintended consequences at times, but also some of this may be, you know, a plan, you know, for a long time. I mean, I learned about the digital dollar coming back in uh, April you know, when I learned about the IMF and the World Economic Forum and all of these things, these these huge bankers from around the world that were gathering to talk about the Great Reset and how to reset the economy. And they they pretty much say, don't let a good crisis go to waste to where they can do a big reset in the in the economy and in the money system. And these big resets aren't new. Uh, it happened when the dollar went on the gold standard in uh, the 1930s. Uh, when Teddy Roosevelt confiscated the gold. And then it also happened when Richard Nixon took it off the gold standard in the 70s. So we saw some big changes in our economic and money system that has impacted a lot of people. And so uh, we're going to see what this does. It may not do anything. It may do something. But I just encourage you all to have some money out of the system, whether that's through gold or silver, uh, cryptocurrencies, uh, the Federal Reserve did just approve the first cryptocurrency bank. And so people can actually uh, transfer their Bitcoin into dollars and transfer their other cryptocurrencies into dollars. So, you know, the government can't keep their hands out of something. <laughs> you know, they got to have their hands in everything. And, you know, the saying, if you can't beat them, join them. And so uh, the government couldn't beat Bitcoin. And so they're joining Bitcoin by allowing it to have its own bank. Um, that is going to be, you know, audited by the Fed and all of this other stuff. And so I want to know your thoughts. So be sure to send me an email at themoneyleveshow at gmail.com. Let me know your thoughts about this. And, and what do you think? You know, what do you think about our government gaining more power, us going to a digital dollar, banning cash, the coin shortages, all those different things. And, you know, for me, I don't mean to have a tinfoil hat on and things like that, but a lot of things have been very fishy this year in 2020. So uh, you cannot discredit that and you cannot you cannot uh, refute that. So uh, I appreciate y'all tuning in. Be sure to check out my music. I got another music video coming out this Sunday. Uh, this is Daryl Dominic. So check out my music and Daryl Dominic and check out my music video, Better Life, that's coming out. So be sure to check that out. I thank you all for tuning in. Be sure to hit that follow button. Subscribe to me on uh, YouTube or, you know, follow me on Instagram and Facebook and all those different sites, Twitter. Um, I really love your support. I do send out newsletters. So be sure to send me your email address so that you can get that at themoneyleveshow at gmail.com. Thank you all. And y'all have a blessed day.